Welcome to the Rich Feet Podcast with Dr. Tanisha Richmond. This podcast is sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, where they specialize in happy feet. Each episode highlights the best of Dr. Richmond's radio show, providing bite-sized clips of advice. Let's jump right into the show. Well, good afternoon. It's also brunch time because it is Saturday. (laughs) How's everyone out there in Dayton, Ohio? This is Dr. Tanisha Richmond from Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic for my talk show today, Footsteps for Life. So let's talk about life insurance because I've had a a couple of people when I just mentioned that I'm now a licensed life agent for Ohio, they don't really understand what life insurance is. They don't understand that you really should start when you're younger because your premiums will be lower for the whole for your whole lifetime versus you trying to get a policy in your 60s. So, Dr. Richmond, you have branched out into how many arms do you have? Yet another arm, or <laughs> another or, arm of business that which is great because you're trying to help educate the community on insurance, and so you're with Primerica, and if you would please just give your information on how they can reach you on all your platforms. <laughs> so you can reach me by phone at 937-228-3668. You can also text that number. If you go to Google and you Google my office, you can also contact me through Google. If you go to my website, richfeet.org, you can contact us. I think we have a bot or a way you can contact us through the website as well. And then, of course, if you call the office and you you will get a text if you have a missed phone call. And then as far as Prime America, the same number applies to 937-228-3668. So you can call that number as well, or you can also call my partner. I can get his number out. His number is 985-634-0620. So there's multiple ways to contact me, or you may see me for my appointments as well. I also have a team that's working with me as well. So one way or another, we will get you get you together. <laughs> all right, Dr. Richmond, thank you for sharing that information. Insurance in all aspects are great to have and are needed. But definitely insurance, and um, we know at some point all of us will have to go. Yes. Um, and uh, you see so often time, unfortunately, where family members are needing assistance uh, to help bury loved ones. And so this is um, an opportunity for them to take advantage of, of a financial aspect that can help lighten that burden. Yes. Um, and leave uh, instant equity to the family, instant income, generational income to the family members. So it, it is a, something that I think everyone, like like my partner said, everyone should have that because people are going every day. I mean, you know, I just came back from New Orleans and people were like, you're not scared. I'm like, I can get shot at the dollar store. <laughs> yeah, I can get shot at the gas station. I mean, it's so crazy right now. You're not safe anywhere. As grandma would say, when it's your time, it's your time. And when it's your time, it's your time. So you can't live in fear, but you can live prepared. So, you know, it's just another option of something else that I can offer to my patients and to the community that's interested. 
but you know, it's, it's unfortunately it's a reality, and unfortunately in this day and time, is even a higher percentage of reality because I think we just had another mass shooting. Then we have two last week, I think. Um, so one gentleman shot up the place, left, came back, and shot. I think he shot a reporter and a child. So you know, it's just we're living in a very crazy, dangerous world right now. So. It's always best to be prepared. Well, we certainly thank you, Dr. Richmond, for sharing that information on Footsteps of Life, which you bring so many different <laughs> avenues of Footsteps for Life. This was a great title for your show. And we thank you for being here on the fourth Saturday of each and every month and look forward to uh, you returning with us again on the fourth Saturday of March. It's hard to believe that's going to be coming up soon, but so you mentioned briefly that you've been to New Orleans, to Mardi Gras. So tell yeah. us about that. <laughs> it was fun. We got rained on. I didn't get my shoe. <laughs> I did get into New Orleans Thursday evening to get to a parade called Muse, which is an all-female crew. They throw hand-decorated shoes and shoe beads, shoe jewelry, shoe everything. It's all about women. So we did three parades that night. Next day, did three more parades. And then Saturday, I went to my hometown of Bogalusa, Louisiana, and did their parade. And then we left Saturday evening, starting our drive back to Ohio, because it takes about 14 hours. Stopped in Tennessee, slept for a while, and finished out. Got back to Dayton last Sunday. So... I would just advise anyone that wants to go to Mardi Gras, first of all, get your hotel way ahead of time so you can get a decent hotel. If you are flying, try to get your hotel in the French quarters or as close to the parade routes as possible. There are parade apps in the app store where you can actually just type in Mardi Gras parade or parade apps, and they actually will give you the whole track of the parade. And actually, someone actually rides in the parade during the parade and tracks it for you. So uh, you sit and wait, you know how far out they are from you. If you can, I would take some stadium chairs with you. And of course, watch the weather. Like when we got there, I think Thursday night, we were in the 60s. Friday, it dropped into the 40s. So even though you're in the South, the weather can change. So check your weather before you go. Pack clothes accordingly, like I knew it was going to rain Thursday night. So I did pack rain boots, raincoats, <laughs> umbrellas, because it did rain on us. So that's another thing. And then, of course, if you're in the city, if you're a woman, you need to carry like the little small purses that you carry on yourself. If you're a man, do not put your wallet in your back pocket. There are a lot of pop pickers, so they will pick your pockets. So put them either in your front pockets or your socks and carry as little, I would carry as little, well, like credit cards, maybe more cash on you and your ID, but not a whole bunch of money per se. Another thing about New Orleans, just be aware of your surroundings. If you are going there to truly party, (laughs) have a designated supervisor who may not drink as much as the rest of the group so he can kind of monitor you and keep you out of trouble. New Orleans will, 
if you were to drink all the way down Bourbon Street, you would be legally and medically drunk by the time you got to the end. So pace yourself, <laughs> enjoy the food, enjoy, you know, enjoy everything. If you're planning on bringing back beads and things, I would suggest taking extra luggage with you or plan to buy more luggage and also watch your weight because I think now most airlines are either 40 or 60 pounds for luggage. So really monitor your weight, carry extra bags in case you have to switch like into a backpack or something and carry it on the plane so you don't go over your weight. Otherwise, you'll be giving away beads in the airport or your, some of your other trinkets in the airport. Yeah, but just enjoy the city. Don't go into the cemeteries at night. Go during the day. A lot of people want to go see Madame Toussaint's crypt, but she was the voodoo priestess. But go during the day. If you go at night, at least go with a tour guide. They do have tours of the city and the cemeteries and things like that. Um, another great place would be is to go to Jackson Square and ride the horse and buggy. They ride all over the city, give you a good history of the city as well. But it's tons of things to do down there. It's the biggest thing is just to be safe and be conscious of your surroundings. And like I said, if you plan to drink, have a designated light drinker <laughs> with you to keep you out of trouble and safe. It's interesting how the weather changes all over the world. It's like 47 here in Dayton. It was just yeah. like near 70 on Wednesday. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. weather. But still a beautiful February because yeah. typically this it's, month. Uh, we'd be snowing. That's right. That's right. So you just finished speaking with uh, Dr. Johnson about the the book club, the Good Read Book Club. And we know that you like the Audible reads. Uh, yes. Tell us what you've been reading lately. In those books? Those books. <laughs> Anything that you want to refer for anyone to read? Well, of course, Viola Davis's book. That was that was an emotional journey. Because her childhood was bad. <laughs> and Oprah, as Oprah said, you was poor. You weren't even poor. You was P.O. So, so you, you wonder how she can get into character? No, I didn't wonder after I read the book. Well, I think that's, that's the whole point. You, you don't have to wonder how Viola Davis. No, we don't. We once you read through so much. Yes, once you read that book, you can understand why she can cry on cue because <laughs> it's memories. Probably she's remembering things. And then, of course, I read Cicely Tyson's book, her autobiography. That was phenomenal. Just in the cinematic history because Cicely Tyson, I think she was in her 90s when she passed. So she released the book, I think, a week or two after she passed. So she came all the way to being on Violet Davis's show, How to Get Away with Murder, because she played her mother. So she went from her childhood to that. So it was so much history on all the different actors and actresses and I didn't know she was married to Miles Davis. So <laughs> I learned a lot from her book. And then, of course, The Three Mothers. That was another good one. That was the one, the story of Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and James Baldwin's mothers. So it gave the history of their mothers and their grandparents. And it was real interesting that Malcolm X's parents were part of the Marcus Garvey movement. 
So he was exposed as a child to being a political advocate, but he became a criminal and then he became Muslim in prison and then he went into being political. But it helped you to understand his motivation because his father was murdered in some town. I forgot where they laid him on a, tied him to a railroad track. But it was because they followed Marcus Garvey and they would travel the country spousing his doctrines. And I never, never knew any of that. So that was interesting. Very interesting. So, Doc, you've been traveling. Uh, you've talked to us about insurance. We've uh, <laughs> heard about the Good Book Read Club. So talk to us a little bit about where are we in America with our feet? It's bad. What makes it so bad? Is it the weather? Is it the season? It's, well, what are you finding in your practice right now? Well, the saddest thing is last week, my last office manager was buried. Oh, was what was he? 56? Diabetic, uncontrolled, diabetic, non-compliant, diabetic. And last year, they cut off both legs back to back. He was a vascular path, which means he had poor vascular disease, never would go get it treated. He valued other things more and the, the address the, the blood flow in his legs. And that's ultimately what caused him to be, his legs to be amputated because he developed an infection, went septic, and they amputated one leg, then amputated the other leg. And then I don't know if he lived long enough to even get his new prosthetic legs because he had a lot of other health problems which were all complications of diabetes as well. So, you know, him dying, it was really a gut punch because he was my first patient ever to lose both legs. And he did it within six months. And most of my patients have never lost legs, period. But he lost both. And it really is a tale because, you know, when I get on here and I get on my soapbox and I'm fussing and I'm being mean, as I've heard, <laughs> it's because of what I see, you know, and what I experience and what I feel. Because I don't have to watch a TV show. I don't have to read an article. I just go to work. And then I walk, watch people's progression. Like, like I've been diabetic now 22 years. And I have watched over my last 22 years, people come into my life as patients and die. I've gone to several of my patients' funerals, most of them men, and most of them young diabetics. Most of them were under 60 that, were, that died from complications of diabetes. And it's so sad because all of that's preventable. You know, and there's so much knowledge and information and technology now. There's drugs. We have the all the different devices we can wear, the like the Libre, where you just scan it, it tells you your blood sugar, you got the DEXA. You don't even have to scan it, it just syncs to your phone, it talks to you. <laughs> and then we have so many new medications on the market. We have pills, we got we got injectables, we got insulin, long term. I mean, we have so many things. So much knowledge out there to prevent these things. And it really upsets me when people won't take advantage of it. Like I'm a member of Diabetes Dayton. They offer free education, free cooking classes, free education on eating right. They have a support group for diabetics, you know. 
And then in my office, every room should have a diabetic cookbook unless someone stole it. Because <laughs> they be trying to take my cookbooks. But but still, you can go to the library yourself and get cookbooks. You can go on YouTube and watch videos on how to cook and how to eat right. But, you know, recently one of my patients became a diabetic and he's also a pastor. And he has already dropped his numbers. He's averaging 100 blood sugars. And I told him, you're a diabetic black hole because most diabetics will never do what we say. They, most diabetics are non-compliant. They want to live their life and they want to eat themselves away from here. So, you know, I impart people once they get that diagnosis to accept it, to learn about it, to educate themselves. There are so many things out there for you to learn about your disease, to learn how to eat right, how to take your medicine, and just how to live. And it's not a bad way to live. Actually, like I remember the nurse practitioner told me years ago, she said, you'll be healthier now than you were before because you actually watch what you eat <laughs> what you and how you live and how you, you exercise and different things like that. So, you know, actually, I was in New Orleans when he was buried last Saturday. I delivered some fruit trays. I wanted to deliver some Popeye's chicken, but he was in Cincinnati. I didn't know <laughs> how to get it to him, get it to the family. But, you know, it was a rough, a rough week because, you know, I knew him personally. We were friends and colleagues. And then I also knew his age. And it scared, scared me. I'm 49. He died at 56. You know. Well, and, my condolences yeah. um, definitely to the family. And maybe you can share with us, Dr. Richman, even what you do, the blank in the blank, eat more of the blank and eat less of blank Okay. avoid diabetes. Okay, we're going to take this part. All right. And if you have a question or comment for Dr. Tanisha Richmond, she is our local podiatrist and foot specialist. Give us a call here at WDAO, 937-457-1210. It's 937-457-1210. So you've talked about quite a bit today, Dr. <laughs> Tanisha Richmond. Well, I hope people are learning good information out You've there. shared a lot of great information. So let, let's go through that smokers board and... For those that uh, may be catching the end of your show, maybe let's do a recap <laughs> of what you've talked about today and share some information with our listening audience. Well, we started off with life insurance and investments. I am now a licensed, Ohio licensed life insurance agent as well. So I have my Ohio license. So if anyone is having questions or concerns about life insurance, home insurance, auto insurance, in questions about their Medicare plans or issues with their Medicare plans, they can always give the office a call at 937-228-3668. And then I think the next person that called in, we talked about the book of the month. That was Dating Dr. Deal, D-I-L. I don't know the author's name, but that was the book of the month. It, it is from a South Asian community book. It's a rom-com it's an interesting book. Uh brings in different cultures, different foods, different things. Um, just exposure to different cultures and learn about different people and the way different people live. And then we had Dr. Worry Boko, who owns First Priority Urgent Care. She called in. She talked about the difference between pink eye and just irritation from seasonal weather. 
is it is also Heart Month, a Women's Heart Month, and you know, especially being African American, we are high risk for everything. So, of course, you know, if your blood pressure is running high, or if you don't know, like she said, you can't come in. You can see them. They can run labs on you. They can help you. They can help you get set up with primary care so you can get all that maintained. They can check your blood sugars, check your hemoglobin A1Cs, and check do labs for you to help you. And then we, she also discussed RSV versus the common cold. And the biggest takeaway I got from her talking about RSV is how the child is breathing. If they're having trouble breathing and just breathing, that could be a medical emergency. But of course, you know, when you're concerned, it's always best to talk to a doctor, not Dr. Google, <laughs> but a real doctor. So I would always advise, and like she said, I would always advise, try an urgent care first because it could be faster. You won't be sitting in the ER for several hours for something that you may have, that may take a few minutes to or to an hour. And then we also talked about taking care of your diabetes. I just lost my previous office manager. He was buried this past Saturday and he was only 57 years old and a diabetic. And it was really, uh, still is a hard thing to deal with. Well, when I lose any patient, but he was also my patient and my employee. So, you know, it, it really does, it does hit you. And then I've been diabetic myself now 22 years. And luckily, everything still works. <laughs> Everything's still attached. My kidneys work, my eyes work, <laughs> my feet work. So, you know, but, you know, it's just the tale of two, like that poem, the tale of two, the road less traveled. When you get to that fork in the road, you got to make a decision which road you're going to travel. And a lot of people pick the wrong road. You're listening to WDAO Radio, Dayton, Ohio, 1210 AM and FM 102.3, the real rhythm of the city. And of course, we were just getting a recap from Dr. Tanisha Richmond, our local podiatrist and foot specialist. And Doc, before you tell us where you leave today, tell us what you did and are doing and continue to do, celebrate uh, not only Black History Month, but Black History Month all year long. But prior to that, can you give us your contact information, please? My phone number is 937-228-3668. You can text us at that number as well. You can reach us through Google. If you Google the practice, Richmond Foot and Ankle, you can text us through Google. You can text us through the website, richfeet.org. And then if you call and you get a message that is a text, you can respond back to that text and someone will text you back. So we have multiple ways for you to reach us. Our phones ring nonstop because we are now the only podiatrist on the west side of Dayton. <laughs> and we thank you for being here, Dr. Richmond. So you celebrate Black History Month all year long, of course. Um, any special events or things that you're doing in your practice or that you share with your uh, patients uh, during this month? Well, I have Black History calendars, which are very, very popular, and we're out, but that is our Black history. And then in some rooms, I do have Black history uh, binders with Black inventors. But, you know, we're all Black history. So every day that we live and make it through another day, we have made. Black history.
All right. Well, well said, Dr. Richmond. And uh, before you close, you always leave us with a phrase. We will see you next month on the fourth Saturday, which will be March the 25th. And uh, what's your closing statement today? Take care of your feet. You only got two. Unless you want some plastic or metal ones. Dr. Richmond, <laughs> we thank you so very much for being with us as always. And have an awesome weekend. All right. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's show with Dr. Richmond, sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. The clinic is located at 1323 West 3rd Street in Dayton, Ohio, zip code 45402. To book an appointment, call 937-228-3668, or you can learn more at richfeet.org.